www.thepetshow.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. You know, let me start this morning with a random story. This was something that I think I printed up, uh, I think uh, all the way back on Monday. It was a story that uh, we cross-posted on our Montana Talks website. Michelle Wolf out of uh, out of Bozeman uh, did this write-up, and she always uh, uh, does uh, uh, some great write-ups that we'll snag for our Montana Talks website here as well. This was the headline, Don't Mess with Montana Women because they likely have a weapon on them. Uh, so, yeah, apparently she asked around and, and said, hey, you know, uh, do you care? You know, she asked fellow women, hey, do you do you guys, because in, in Montana, guys is a gender neutral term. Do, do you guys carry some sort of a weapon for, for self-defense, whether it's mace or pepper spray or uh, a gun or a knife or, or something like that? So so basically, uh, you know, she says, look, we we collected this information. I was going to write this article. So we just, you know, non-scientifically just asked around and we asked we asked women, uh, uh, you know, if they keep some sort of, of weapon on them. And and we asked for proof. Uh, so, so hey, show us, uh, if you do, sh- show me what kind of weapon you got here. But anyway, she says, quite simply, the majority of women, over 75%, uh, that, that they asked in recent weeks, and this was in the Bozeman area, uh, regularly have a weapon of some kind, which is just, uh, just smart, right? But here's, here's what I thought that was very interesting. Well, first off, it's, it's kind of timely still because, uh, now that, uh, now that, uh, Alec Baldwin's movie Rust is going to be filming in the Paradise Valley, they're, uh, you know, that, that movie where they had that, that murder on the set by Alec Baldwin, they're going to, they're going to, uh, start filming the movie again uh in the paradise valley and so uh so you might even be more interested in uh having some self-protection if alec baldwin is is running around but but here's what else i found very interesting here what did it say here uh she she basically makes the point here okay 75 percent of women in gallatin county are carrying some kind of weapon but she says she also added this important reminder whatever you do Never leave a gun in your vehicle. When I asked the Bozeman Police Department for the most important piece of advice for citizen was citizens when it comes to personal protection, this is what they said. Uh, you know, have knowledge and proficiency with the weapon, right? Get training, okay. But most importantly, never, ever leave a gun in your vehicle. Vehicle break-ins in Gallatin County are skyrocketing. A gun left in a car at a trailhead or a driveway is as good as gone. So think about this. Now, why do they not want you to leave uh, your gun in your vehicle? It's not just because they, they care about you and don't want you to lear- lose your, your precious uh, gun. It's because they don't want the criminals to get those guns. So, uh, and the reason why I've been holding on to this story all week is because I did want to talk about it at some point. Because think of all the places where they tell you, oh, no, can't bring your gun in here. No, no, no. So you can protect yourself everywhere else all throughout your day, but in certain gun-free zones where you then become you have a target on your back because they become victim zones. And they also make it more likely for criminals to steal guns around those areas too. I, it's just interesting all around when you think about it.
Here is your Montana news. Yesterday, I reported on a missing 11-year-old girl in Helena. I'm happy to update from Q2 that she had been located Thursday morning and is safe. Billings Police has announced a new program for residents and businesses to share video footage. Project Eyes on the Block is a volunteer endeavor where officers may ask individuals and businesses to view security footage for evidence of a crime. Interested parties must sign up for the project, which does not grant police remote access to the surveillance system, nor mandates video sharing. According to Q2, all an officer can do is contact a participant to review the security video, and if evidence is found in the investigation of a crime, the officer will request a copy of the video file. Signups can be done on the Billings Police Department website under the Crime Prevention Center tab. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see partly to mostly sunny skies across the area today as high temperatures reach the upper teens to around 20 degrees. For tonight, we can expect mainly clear skies as temperatures bottom out at around 2 above in the Bozeman area, near 5 above in Billings. The outlook for the weekend does call for warming temperatures across the region and a continued quiet pattern throughout the end of the weekend as well. On Saturday, with mostly sunny skies, high temperatures to the mid to upper 30s. Saturday night, skies stay clear to partly cloudy, lows in the upper teens to around 20 across the region. And then that outlook for Sunday does call for sunshine as well as high temperatures up to around 40 degrees in Bozeman, looking at upper 40s in Billings. That will see increasing clouds Sunday night with a chance for snow shower. Your better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. You know, the uh, pattern and the theme that we have seen uh, highlighted here in recent years in particular is how Democrats will push all these rules down your throat. They they love big government. They love to have all these rules to protect you as a grown adult. And now we know that that what they're often pushing doesn't actually help you. It actually sometimes can harm you, but yet they still try to force uh, you into into following uh, their rules, right? Uh, But yet they don't want to protect kids. They don't want to put rules in in place to protect kids. They actually want to target kids and and make kids even more vulnerable than they already are. Uh, This whole, you know, gun control debate uh, is, uh, of course, something that that we've seen uh, over several years. It's the same thing there. They push gun control to take away your freedoms, not to actually make anybody safe. They create these gun-free zones uh, not to actually make anybody more safe, but to take away your freedoms. Uh, and that's that's why a lot of these uh, these mass shootings uh, happen in these so-called gun-free zones. And yeah, so again, going back to this this whole story about you know, the Bozeman Police Department talking about the big number of vehicle break-ins, especially at a trailhead or, you know, if, if your car is in your driveway, uh, don't leave your gun in your car. Well, oh, then, then let people take their gun with them to, you know, to more of these places. That, that was the whole reason why the Montana legislature passed constitutional carry or permitless carry. Whatever you want to refer to it as, House House Bill 102 by the great Seth Burgley, who is uh, no longer in the legislature but now has shield arms, out of Big Fork. And so, 
the the point was is we want people to be able to protect themselves and yeah this was interesting this unscientific survey from michelle and bozeman showing that you know 75 percent of women that 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 she and and other uh other friends on her team uh uh, conducted that 75 percent of women were carrying some sort of a weapon on them how many places do would those women might have to go to in a day where they aren't able to carry something to defend themselves. So what do they, so what do they do? Okay, so so you get to the uh, you, you get to this building, you get to that building, you get to the the Montana State University campus, a, a wide open sprawling uh, college campus, uh, outdoors, walking in between buildings. Uh, what do you do to protect yourself? Are you supposed to just leave your gun in your car? But that's what the police are telling women in Bozeman not to do. Don't leave your gun in your car. Don't leave your gun in your car. Okay, well then, and, and this isn't the Bozeman police's fault on this front. This is liberal politicians and liberal judges that undermine things like constitutional carry here in Montana. But okay, so if the, if the Bozeman Police Department is saying, don't leave your gun in your car, I agree. Keep it with you. Keep keep that self defense device with you, and even if it doesn't, even if even if you don't need it to to help you, and, and even if there's somebody out there that isn't carrying a gun, well, thankfully there's other people that are, and they will be there to defend you as well. It's one of the great things about living in Montana, is that hey, you know that on any given circumstance, even if you aren't carrying a gun, you're dang sure somebody is. That lady, uh, that lady of the aisle uh, next to you probably is at at that store right so they're telling you don't keep your gun in your car but then when you go to some of these gun-free zones that are where you're more likely to become a victim of a mass shooting keep your gun in your car see it just it doesn't make any sense does it uh this was uh what kind of prompted this uh this thought here this morning is is again here just like we saw in the covid 19 era with the democrats where they want big government they want all these rules to protect you no wear this mask but the mask don't work i don't care wear the mask hey take this shot yeah but it puts younger healthier people more at risk i don't care take the shot but then when you propose common sense things like like the montana legislature just yesterday they they passed a bill to protect minors from going to these uh, sexually, uh, you know, sexualized drag show performances. And the Democrats are like, oh, how dare you put rules in place to protect kids? The Montana legislature also advancing rules to protect kids from getting their body parts chopped off or from giving getting medications that could lead to osteoporosis or sterilization, all in the name of the transgender movement. And it's, it's an effort, it's common sense effort to protect kids from something that would actually harm them and the democrats say oh how dare you have rules to protect kids let me tell you what a democrat this is in florida this is a florida democrat i guess he didn't get the memo from gavin newsom that he needs to uh, to move to california a florida democrat proposed a bill that would have banned dogs from sticking their heads out of car windows. Yeah, that's right, Raggy. Yeah, you dogs out there, your dog's barking now. Your dogs, you cannot let your dog hang their head out the window. You know, flapping ears in the wind, tongue hanging out. 
spit going on the back window from all the slobber of that basset hound you've got in the back seat. No, 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 no. Florida Democrats says, we've got to ban this because, see, something bad could happen. <laughs> and it's just I mean, these, you know, these the the Democrats of today are so insane. They they've got rules for everybody but themselves. But then, if you propose a common sense rule to protect kids from getting their body parts chopped off, oh man, they they bring they call in uh, all all their friends. They try to uh, occupy state houses. They throw temper tantrums. You had some transgender activists. What was it in Kansas or Oklahoma? They were uh, they were basically uh, launching a January sixth style insurrection because they want to be able to chop body parts off of kids. But see, it's okay when. Transgenders uh, uh, activists do it. Okay, in the media's minds there. Uh, yeah, anyway. Now, the the latest on this, a, a the Daily Wire uh, notes that now this Florida Democrat is backing off of the proposed bill. Now. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. It's time for your Daybreak Ag Reports. You are listening to the Western Ag Network. I'm Haley Ship. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday. Well, as Lane Nordland first reported yesterday, Brazil has confirmed that for a third time since 2021, an atypical case of bovine spongiform encephalopathy, BSC, has surfaced in the country. The timing was impeccable, as just in the last week, Senators John Tester, a Democrat out of Montana, and Mike Rounds, a Republican out of South Dakota, reintroduced their bipartisan bill to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the U.S. until exports can conduct a systemic review of the commodity's impacts on food safety and animal health. Senator Ben Ray Lujan out of New Mexico, a Democrat, also a co-sponsor. Now, the beef industry has joined together on this one. The legislation is supported by the U.S. Cattlemen's Association, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and RCAF USA. Back to the BSC. Obviously, this is a big global story, but partially that's because Brazil has been very active in filling China's hunger for beef imports. Right now, temporarily suspending the imports of Brazilian beef into China, although it's speculated that'll be short-lived. And how about the U.S.? How much beef are we getting from Brazil? Well, it's more than we used to. According to the USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service, as of December 2022, they report that since 2017, Canada has been the leading supplier of U.S. beef imports, followed by Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico. But when you look at the other countries' category, Brazil is leading that. And Brazil has recently made substantial gains into the U.S. market. A little history here. Brazil began exporting to the U.S. in 2017. They lost access in 2018 because of sanitary concerns. That extended through May 2020. After detecting a case of BSC in September of 21, Brazil lost access at that point to China. Sound familiar? And then they shifted their focus to the U.S. and kind of doubled down. Brazil became the largest beef supplier between January and March of 2022. Kind of stabilized some as we look at last year as a whole with those major countries. But definitely a big player in the picture of U.S. beef imports. We're excited to share that Northwest Farm Credit Services is now AgWest Farm Credit. AgWest is here to provide the financial services you need, a dedicated staff to understand your business, and a commitment to helping you grow your best future. It's how we've been serving farmers and ranchers for over 100 years. 
grounded by tradition, inspired by possibility. Call or visit agwestfc.com. Equal opportunity provider and employer, equal housing lender. This is Jeff Van Pevenage, CEO of Columbia Grain. In these challenging times, our producers need up-to-the-minute answers for marketing their crops and cultivating greater returns. Tune in daily to Columbia Grain's new Producer Solutions broadcast hosted by our own Phil Simons. Producer Solutions is about markets, our advanced pricing tools, trade information, and Phil will educate you on how the advanced contracts make you better returns, especially if marketing is your weak point. Visit us at ColumbiaGrain.com to learn about our new Columbia Grain Producer Solutions. Food giant Dole says it recently was hit by a cyber attack determined to be ransomware. It disrupted the company's operations and resulted in the temporary shutdown of production plants and food shipments. Meanwhile, the USDA's annual Farms and Land in Farms report shows the country's largest farms with sales of a million dollars or more operate nearly 26% of U.S. farmlands. The size of farms in that $1 million or more sales class increased. Every other class either decreased or stayed the same. The USDA says the average farm size for 2022, 446 acres. I'm Haley Shipp, Western Ag Network. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, just some some random headlines here, some random quick hits for you here. It's still the six o'clock hour. We're just getting up and rolling. I, you know, I'm a little slow on my coffee intake here already this morning, but uh, I got to ask Tim and Savage about this one first. Uh, uh, Tim, uh, Tim being a, a pastor on top of about six other jobs that he currently holds, I think he would he would have an answer for this one. Uh, so, so Tim, there's a story. At the Federalist.com here, Biden Pentagon orders military chaplains to bless putting male soldiers in female showers and bedrooms. Uh, so, yeah, they're trying to get the chaplains involved in this, apparently, here. Uh, in uh, Oh, yeah, hey, hey, chaplain, we got some dudes that want to go in the women's uh, showers here, and uh, we're, we're getting some pushback. Uh, the ladies do not like it, and the guys don't like the ladies being targeted in that way either, but we got some dudes that want to go in the, in the women's uh, showers, and uh, there's a lot of consternation over this, uh, chaplain, so chaplain could you do us all a favor and and uh help a brother i mean sister i mean uh you know what you, you know what i mean could you help us out here with this one chaplain biden pentagon orders military chaplains to bless putting male soldiers in female showers and bedrooms tim i'm wondering you know for, for those of us who grew up in a in the lutheran church you know up there in northeast montana growing up in the lutheran church and uh, you know you're the little kid and you go up during communion and the pastor you know they put their hand on your head oh, bless you my son oh, bless you my daddy oh i mean bless you my son bless you my daughter uh we'll just go with bless you my child that'll that's a, that's a gender uh, gender neutral. That'll make that one easy. Uh, let's see some other random headlines for you here. Oh, uh, as Ohio struggles, Biden heads home. Uh, this is from Fox News Radio. As East Palestine citizens continue to struggle in Ohio, President Biden travels back to his home in Wilmington, Delaware today. 
he's had a he's had a long week. Uh, look, look, come on. I, I can hear what some of you are saying. He needs to go show support to the people in East Palestine, Ohio. He needs to go show support for Americans. Look, if if you just had a long week falling up the stairs of Air Force One again, uh, you know, saying, I think they're not going to use nuclear weapons you'd want to just go home at the end of that week as well uh but then again you probably would have started your week by showing support for america first wouldn't you uh speaking of the ohio train derailment in east palestine ohio and the environmental disaster there aaron brockovich remember that that movie about the environmental uh activist aaron brockovich you know she's actually showing up she is headed to to uh, East Palestine, Ohio today. So think about that. Donald J. Trump was in East Palestine, Ohio, even before Aaron Brockovich was in East Palestine, Ohio. Um, I just thought that might trigger some Trump, Trump derangement syndrome this morning. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. On this one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky pledges a push for victory in 2023. We are capable to uh, um, end the Russian aggression this year. The Biden administration, meantime, today is pledging another $2 billion in assistance for Ukraine, including anti-armor drones and laser-guided rocket systems. Alec Murdoch is back on the stand today in his own defense at his murder trial in South Carolina. The disbarred attorney admitting he's guilty of stealing millions of dollars from clients and lying to police about not being at his family's hunting lodge the night his wife Maggie and son Paul were murdered back in 2021. Months after the murders, Murdahl reported surviving an assassination attempt, but on the stand, he admitted to planning that roadside shooting to kill the pain and collect life insurance for his surviving son. Fox is Todd Pyro. There are rare blizzard warnings today for the Southern California mountains, the first ever in the Big Bear Lake area. America's listening to Fox News. All right. Well, let's check in on the uh, the current temperatures across the state right now. Let's see. Here we go. Hold on. There's a there's a, a audio clip I want to pull up for you if I can. Although I I should probably listen to this one first, uh, just to make sure there's no cuss words in it. I don't want to play it live. Eh, Travis has the red button. We'll be fine, right? Yeah, it's always good to get get Travis a little uh, little nervous here at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, all right, temperatures across the state. Uh, let's see. This was as of the top of the 6 o'clock hour from the National Weather Service office. These are the actual temperatures now, not just the feels-like temperatures. Uh, well, let's start with the feels-like temperature. The feels-like temperature in, uh, in Billings right now, 26 below zero. What about Bozeman? Only 12 below zero in the uh, in, uh, for the feels like temperature in Bozeman yesterday. They were got uh, Bozeman. What was it? Uh, 24, 34. I think it was 34 below zero was the feels like temperature. So these are actual temperatures now. Let's take you to Butte, America. 21 below zero. Anaconda, 15 below zero. Just 10 below zero in in Bozeman. 16 below in Dillon. 17 below in Ennis. Again, Bruce, are you bringing out the lunch cart today? 13 below in Three Forks. Cut bank, 30 below. Oh, Tim and Savage, you, yeah, you know how that cold cut bank can be, right? 20 below in Great Falls. 14 below in Haver. Lewistown, 20 below zero. 14 below zero in Glasgow Circle. 27 below zero. 26 below for Richard and Jordan. 
Frank in Malta, just uh, just 13 below zero. Not too bad, right? Uh, Sydney, Montana, just north of Tim and Savage, 28 below zero. Baker, 24 below. Big Timber, 17 below. 15 below in Billings, 20 below in Forsyth. Travis, are you headed to Forsyth for the weekend? Uh, don't worry, it'll be a lot warmer by the time you make it make it home uh, back to the uh, the family ranch there. But uh, yeah, let's see. Which, so it looks like Cutbank is the winner right now with 30 below zero. Uh, I'll have to check the Montana weather hashtag on Twitter to see if there's uh, some even lower temperatures that are being reported uh, here this morning. Uh, you know, it, this is one of those days where if you don't have to go anywhere, why go anywhere? You know, well, you might say, well, Aaron, I, I got to go refill my prescriptions today. So I, I need to get out. I need to go pick, a, pick them up. Well, do you? Why do you need to drive to go pick up your prescriptions? Because our friends at Farm 406, if you live in the Laurel, Lockwood, or Billings area, they will drive them to you. Yeah, make them spend the gas money. They'll bring them to you. Or if you want, you can just get them in the mail, and then you already got your refills all ahead of time. They already show up organized. They're already organized not only by day, but by time of day as well. In fact, that reminds me, I I think I'm running a little low on my All-American Pharmaceuticals EFX Sports uh, pre-workout uh, before I, I head over to nine round later today. So I might have to drop by Farm 406 myself. I'm okay getting out in the cold. I'm already out anyway. Might have to head over to Farm 406, pr- uh, pick up some more of that, uh, that pre-workout, maybe a BCAA while I'm there as well. Uh, check them out, farm406.com, or if you're in Billings, 38th and Grand on the West End. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, we're just going to go with bless you, my child. Uh, We're going to go with bless you, my child. This story from the Federalist, uh, Biden Pentagon orders military chaplains to bless Putting male soldiers in female showers and bedrooms. I'll bet you, you know, you know what? It must be a cold shower because the communist Chinese are just shivering right now. They are shivering out of fear of the power and the might of the United States military as the Biden Pentagon orders the chaplains to bless putting male soldiers in female showers. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I threw out the question for, for Tim and Savage. And what did he say? 26 below and Savage is what he's uh, feeling like this morning here. We're going to go with child. That's the uh, that's the conclusion here. You know, when the pastor puts uh, puts uh, the, the hand on the, the child's head and says, bless you, my son, uh, he, we're just going to go with bless you, my child. Uh, you know, it's just easier that way. Easier that way. Uh, And then you can play, you know, Sweet Child of Mine uh, by Guns N' Roses uh, as uh, everybody's heading out for the rest of the day. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sweet Child of Mine. We're not going to say Sweet Son of Mine, Sweet Daughter of Mine. Got to be gender neutral. Got to be gender neutral. Ooh, see, there we go. Little warm up music for uh, Tim. He's probably getting ready to do a bunch of uh, high school sports games here over the next few days, anyway. All right. Well, we can hold off on the Guns and Roses here because uh, here's here's I need your help on this one too. Here, maybe Tim can help us with this one. So, you know, what's the weather like? Oh, it's cold. 
Yeah, I hey, how's it feel out there? Like if if I wanted to, you know, be one of those radio disc jockey guys. Hey, we're going to play some more music and hits. But first, how's the weather out there? Well, it's cold. It's it sucks. It's miserable. It's biting cold. My ears hurt. <laughs> we need like a good morning Vietnam. If I if I actually uh, had any talent, I I would be able to come up with this on my own, but I can't. So that's why we have you, our listeners and callers, to help us out. But I really wish we could come up with a good morning Vietnam version to answer this question of well, what's it feel like out there? Uh, well, it feels like twenty six below zero. Heck, it's 30 below zero in Cutbank right now. I haven't even che- I forgot to check the uh, the Montana weather hashtag here to see what some of the other uh, highlights are out here. But anyway, I always love this. Uh, when, whenever I think, hey, how's it feel out there? Hey, it's really cold. What do you guys think? It's pretty chilly, huh? What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's cold. And it always reminds me of, I love this clip from Good Morning Vietnam. And uh, Robin Williams back in the day, one of my favorite movies, and uh, and he does this whole bit on the radio in Vietnam. First off, if you're one of those younger listeners and you've never seen the movie Good Morning Vietnam, you have got to watch the movie Good Morning Vietnam. But, uh, well, what's the weather like out there in, in Poontang, uh, Robin Williams asks. Well, thank you, Roosevelt. What's the weather like out there? It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. Well, can you tell me what it feels like? Fool, what is hot? I told you again. Were you born on the sun? It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of those little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. It's that hot. You know what I'm talking about. What do you think it's going to be like tonight? It's going to be hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Thank you, Roosevelt. Here's a song coming your way right now. Nowhere to Run To by Martha and the Vandellas. Yes. Hey, you know what I mean. Too much? Oh, what a classic. Uh, one of the best movies of all time. I think Jim in Great Falls, when he called in the other day, uh, sounded similar to, to Roosevelt there when he called in. He was a little grouchy because, see, Jim in Great Falls uh, wasn't sitting in a, uh, a heated radio studio the other day while we were joking about the cold weather. He was out checking on cows, so uh, he was a little fired up like uh, Roosevelt E. Roosevelt was fired up there as well. Uh, 2940970 is the number. If you got something you want to talk about this morning here uh if if you missed it uh a few minutes ago uh uh, here earlier in the six o'clock hour i was i was telling you about how a florida democrat uh proposed a bill (laughs) this is see the uh the, the Florida Democrats, they just despise the freedom that they get to enjoy in Ron DeSantis's Florida, in Ron DeSantis' America. They, they despise these freedoms. So a Florida Democrat proposed a bill that would have banned dogs from sticking their heads out the window. Yep. Same Democrats who don't want to protect kids from getting their body parts chopped off in the name of the radical transgender agenda want to protect dogs from having their car or their head out the car window. Uh, Trace Gallagher had this during the late night nightcap on Fox News last night. Welcome to the top off with Kevin Cork, Lacey Crist, Marianne Rafferty and Jeff Paul. Tonight's topic is a new bill proposed in Florida that bans drivers from allowing their dogs to stick their heads out of the car windows. Do you think it's fine to let your dog ride in the car with its head out the window? I mean, Florida, right? 
Florida. And I'm telling you right now, we own a big white lab, and there's nothing like seeing a big white lab with his head out the window and those jowls just flapping. You're going 30 miles an hour. Nothing makes you happier. Jeff Paul, your thoughts? I mean, it does give me a little anxiety as a, as a dog owner who has a little one that will maybe be a little unpredictable, but I think the big dogs, I think, I think they're okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic scene. Lacey, Chris, your dog out the window in Missouri. Of course, every single time I come back in town, I text my mom, bring Nigel in the car, and he sits in my lap and sticks his head out the window as we drive home, and it's one of life's simple pleasures. It's therapeutic, Kevin Corp. Yes. My thing is, listen, your dog out the window, when you, I see him down the freeway, I know people say, well, that is dangerous shame on you. I'm like, good for you. Good that is an for you. awesome dog. You. I Go. grew up with dogs in the back of pickup trucks. I mean, so come on, y'all. I mean, if the dog wants to stick its head out the window right. and, and say, oh, I smelled the dog from down the street, let the dog do it. Listen, I was, I was, I mean, in, and we live, I live in Southern California, and, you know, there was a dog above the sunroof. Now, that's, mm -hmm. you can't say that's that is the dog awesome. above the sunroof, and he's just looking around. I, I mean, he could have had sunglasses. It would have been great, go. Marianne Rafferty. Your last thoughts on this? Yeah, I've got a bull mastiff, not enough headroom in the car, so she kind of has mm -hmm. to stick her head out the window. And it's great because everybody stops to look at her, takes pictures. I mean, I'm not going to deny her that. So. Oh, man. Uh, th this was good. I wish this was on television yeah. instead of online. We're going to get you guys back. Kevin Cork, Lacey Chris, Marianne Rafferty, Jeff Paul. That is the top off. Thank you all. Oh, that wasn't even on TV. Uh, that was a little little side hustle there. Well, I like it. Either way, Trace Gallagher is great. Uh, he shared that via Twitter. Of course, we are your Fox News affiliate here. 1450 KMMS Bozeman, 970 KBUL. Billings, you know, I was I was just listening to that that clip again here, and God, you know these these Democrats like this guy in Florida that's trying to uh, you know, <laughs> trying to ban dogs from having their heads out the window. These people want to put a muzzle on you. They want to put a muzzle on you. They want you to wear their burkas when you go into a VA healthcare facility. They want you to wear these stupid masks. Uh, and and then now they they don't want the dogs to have their heads out the window. And you know what's you know what's funny, is there's some of our liberal buddies that will actually be outraged at the not having the dog out the window thing, but uh, but they have no problem uh, yelling at you to put on your your muzzle, uh, do they? The cone of shame, the cone of shame. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, the COVID craziness, and uh, you know the same people that want to muzzle you. Apparently now don't want dogs to have their heads hanging out the window. Uh, did you guys hear? There was this new study that came out uh, basically saying that COVID vaccine mandates have done more harm than good. A new study by the Mercatus Center, a self-described libertarian free market oriented think tank, says in nine of the largest U.S. cities, there was no evidence that the mandates increased the number of people being vaccinated or reduced the number of COVID cases or deaths. But the impact on small businesses was devastating. In New York, more than 90 percent of restaurants reported a loss of customers, three quarters of them reporting staff losses. Some experts say as a result of these mandates failing, people are left today with more doubt than confidence. Imagine that. Hmm. Uh, didn't we mention that point on the radio here in Montana at the time that when you try to force something on people, 
Like if they actually wanted to encourage people to get the jab by trying to force people to get the jab, they actually were raising. Yeah, anyway, uh, we talked at length about the the stupidity that we saw over COVID nineteen over the past three years. Uh, let's see. We'll get your uh, Sean Hannity update, and then uh, I think I want to uh, let's uh, let's get to Jeff Lasloffy's Montana Family Foundation update uh, for you here as well. Unless you got something you want to talk about, give us a ring two nine four zero nine seventy. You know, look when it comes comes to health what what is really one of the biggest drivers of several health concerns in America right now it's obesity it's it's being overweight and that's what was driving so many of these health challenges in America but they never really wanted to talk about that did they no they were too busy trying to shut down restaurants trying to shut down churches instead of telling you about things that actually work Well, what actually works if you're trying to lose the weight? You know what actually works. The program is Billings Last Diet. If you've been thinking about it, if you've been hearing about it, now's the time to call 294-6751 or check out BillingsLastDiet.com. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The Daily Mail today, they had an article about this jury uh, four-person, Emily Kors. Who knows, maybe she cast an indictment spell over the entire Georgia grand jury. I have no idea because what they're reporting is the introduction to, on her page, instructions on how to cast a magic spell, as it appears on the Pinterest page. Quote, casting a circle, a way for witches to protect themselves during their magic work. One, cleanse your space of all negative energy. Two, visualize pure energy and breath. I mean, do we do any vetting or is this basically any warm body will do for a grand jury? The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. Hey, this year you can finally get started on that home makeover that you deserve. Now you can upgrade to sleek new window coverings thanks to our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 40% off site-wide on premium custom window treatments. And if you need help in your selection, well, talk to a Blinds.com professional design expert. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% off site-wide, up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality... 6% financing on the first credit. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, great point by Tim and Savage. You know, the the Pentagon forcing chaplains to bless uh, males uh, going into uh, the female uh, showers and uh, and bedrooms. Uh, uh, Tim had a great point. He said, you know, I'll bless any child uh, that comes up to the altar, but I will not bless uh, boys going into the uh, the, the women's uh, showers. Uh, that was a really good point uh, here. Uh, by the way, I just saw I was uh, scanning the uh, Unleash Prosperity hotline from Stephen Moore, 
And uh, there, there's a cartoon in here, uh, and uh, the cartoon uh, is the Woke Publishing Company, and uh, they've got the book, The Mother Goose, uh, the book Mother Goose, Mother Goose. Remember that that classic uh, uh, kids book? Well, now you've got to change it. You can't call it Mother Goose anymore. It's uh, it's now going to be referred to as birthing waterfowl. Birthing waterfowl can't be mother goose. I thought that was uh, that was pretty funny. All right, let's jump right into the phone lines here. Two nine four zero nine seventy. We've got uh, let's see, Mary uh, or Marilyn in Billings. Marilyn, thanks for the call. Oh, Mary, listen to it to us through your headset. I can hear the radio in the background. Are you there? I'm still here. Yeah, I'm waiting. No, on Q two on the. 6 o'clock and the 10 o'clock news, they were talking about the Bakken um, huts, and they're going to move them to the Lake Elmo Road. But where on Lake Elmo is there that much open property for them to... Yeah, turn your radio down when you're calling in, because I think you're hearing the feedback in the background there. Well, I just, I just wondered if you guys knew anything about what was is happening from the Bakken. Good question. Uh, so, let's see. Yeah, I missed that story. I thought I'd just scanned their website here this morning. Maybe they don't have the story on their website this morning. Uh, so they're moving some. Oh, here we go. Uh, Billings Group utilizing former man camps to increase affordable housing options. Okay, so they're bringing in some of these uh, some of these man camps uh, from the Bakken oil fields uh, into the Billings Heights. Uh, that's interesting. With the addition of the 100 units that will be located on Sioux Lane in the Billings Heights, uh, Webster said this will complete an affordable housing subdivision home front uh, that they've been working on since purchasing the land in the 1990s. Yeah, no, that's that's very interesting. Um, you know, and, and isn't it interesting, too, like the city of Billings and Bozeman and other big cities across Montana have this same problem where where we need more housing, right? But yet they make it so hard to build housing inside the city limits. And so so now they're, they're reverting to everything and anything they can possibly do to get more housing online, right? Uh, it's It just... You know, and, and I don't know all the details on this particular development proposal in itself, but it just seems very erratic, doesn't it? Uh, I know, uh, like Kendall Cotton and his crew at the Frontier Institute, they they published a guest opinion column in the uh, the Daily Interlake in Kalispell, I think is where I spotted it. And and the point that they're making is that if you look at the zoning laws of the bigger towns, I don't like to use the word cities in Montana. If you look at the zoning laws of the the municipalities in these bigger cities. They're similar to the zoning laws in California. So they're basically, you've got, you've got city governments in Montana that are Californicating our landscape. They're pushing more of this development outside of the cities. But that's interesting now in Billings. Now they're reverting to options like bringing in man camps because they made it too hard to build actual houses over all the years. And then look on the west end of Billings. And they're putting up, and they just gave the green light on another massive, basically, apartment complex. They're throwing all of these row after row after row of apartment buildings all in the exact same place. And you notice... The city didn't didn't green light it on city land. The city had to go and and grab county land in order to do it because again it's too hard to actually do it inside the city limits. So instead, they're just grabbing all that great uh, farmland on the west end and plowing it under. 
Uh, anyway, just uh, these city governments just seem like a mess, if you ask me. 